0: This edition of the Geeks at the Gates is brought to you by Destination Venus, the big little comic shop tucked away in Harrogate's Westminster Arcade. We start all kinds of comics because we love all kinds of comics. Marvel Zombies, DC Divas, Image Imagineers, Small Press stalwarts, indie individuals and all points in between. We love superheroes, but there's more to life than spandex, and we do our best to have something for everybody. Basically, whatever comics you want, we've either got them, or we'll get them if they're out there to be got. Find us on the web, destinationvenus.com.uk. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash destinationvenuscomic. Or on Twitter, at dvcomicshop. Destination Venus. Love comics. Welcome to the Geeks at the Gates. Um... We're going to get straight into it. This is part two of our Thought Bubble special um, in which we have an interview with the Etherington brothers and a really, really short, I had no idea how short this was, uh, interview with the wonderful Sarah Grayley. Um, In my memory, that was like a five-minute interview. In real life, it's about two minutes. Um, So, huge apologies to Sarah Grayley and actually... A little bit of inside baseball. Um, That was the first interview I did. And I was clearly not on a roll at that point. I asked really stupid, lightweight questions. So again, huge apologies to Sarah Grayley. Uh, I will do a better job if you come on the podcast properly. I promise. Anyway, um, you'll see what I mean in a second. Um, Your geeks at the gate this week are still me. Reggie Rigby, comic book retailer... Wannabe writer, sometime critic, um, Mr. Jack Sinclair. International man of mystery? sort of more of a local man of mystery. Um, Philosopher, former comic book retailer, general enigma. uh, And, of course, our newest geek on the roster, the wonderful hat. um, Educator, artist, all-round ball of creative energy. Um, We're going to join ourselves. In the midst of discussing just stuff we liked. So, let's get into it. It's an entirely different kind of podcast, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) Um, With the words thing. (laughs) I'd like to
1: pretend we're more professional than this normally but we're not. It's fine. I'm, sorry, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm wearing like my favourite thing that I bought at Thought Bubble. It's my They Live t-shirt.
2: Oh, cool. So that's very cool.
1: I can't remember who made it. Uh, <laughs> that's the only issue.
2: Oh. I'm wearing a Sarah Greeley t-shirt, um, which glows in the dark. Oh, Does awesome. it? Yeah, I got this at Thought Bubble. Oh, that's fantastic. I didn't see that. Uh, yeah. Was that on her stud? Yes, it was the first thing I bought. And I I arrived and, uh, yeah, I went, found Sarah Greeley and bought this uh, and got my Kim Possible, uh, Kim Oh, no. Kim, Reaper, Kim Reaper, issue one signed, and I was very, very excited. Um, but yeah, I, as soon as I saw this, I was like, it's got little dancing skeletons all over it, and it glows in the dark. Well, of course, I have to have it.
0: So yeah, I, I wish I'd. Actually, I'm kind of cool. glad I didn't see that because I would have bought it, and I it's I, I have a strict no buying things policy at times oh. Yeah. Because I'm supposed to be there to make money. And, That's fair enough. And if I allow myself to buy some things, I would have spent all of my takings. Oh, I used to do that. <laughs> I remember I used just come to the stand and be like oh we've made my money brilliant I'll take I'll that i spend it
3: yeah bye
2: everyone <laughs> fair enough
0: um, yeah Sarah Greeley was great I, I only got my well they weren't even mine I got a, a Kim Reaper 3 and 4 signed because they were the only comics I had left I, I just nicked them off the stand I, I forgot to take my personal copies yeah uh, but she was lovely
2: i just took the one because again british yeah. she, was um, so, <laughs> well, she was so nice. she yeah, was so nice she,
0: she was so nice i mean i we, we, i think we said i said this before we started recording but i i forgot her name as i was talking to her so i had to i had to look at the banner behind her to, to make sure that i was actually talking to sarah grayley and she noticed that i'd done that and she was still nice to me and she still recorded this bit for the podcast But sadly, she wasn't able, as as the listeners have just heard, she wasn't able to tell us too much about what she's got planned next because it's not official yet, and so she can't say anything. Which it sounds like. But I, I I I really like Sarah Grayly stuff, and I didn't think I would.
2: Yeah. I I well I thought I would because it's totally my jam. Like indie weirdness is. Yeah, I have entirely. to. Yeah, I have to be honest. <laughs> I just
0: kind of assumed that you would. Have. I would. Like, yeah. I've not known I've not known you all that long, but I'm getting. I'm getting very familiar it with your tasting those, comments. It was one of
2: those moments where I came in and went, there's this is comic and I've forgotten who it's by and what it's called. And you went, is it this one? And I went, yeah, that one. That's exactly <laughs> what I was looking for. Which has happened on numerous occasions at this point. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and it is, it's great. It's, it's, it. not not it's not an answer. It's not an answer. And I, I said this, I said this in, in when I made it a pick of the week. On the, on, our, on the Destination of Venus Facebook page. You could like that if you're, if you're listening. You could probably do that now while you're listening to the podcast, too. DV Comic Shop. No, Destination of Venus Comic. on uh, DV Comic Shop is on Twitter. You could like us there as well. I took it home because it was an issue one, and I need to read these things. It's an art style mm. that would not normally appeal to me. Yeah. Which is something I also said to Sarah Grayley, and that might not have been the most tactful <laughs> thing in the world. Oh, God. Uh, but, <laughs> no, but, but I, I I just completely fell in love with it. From, yeah. from page one, it was just... So brilliant! It's so beautifully written. The characters were so just so engaging, fun. and just yeah, just just the just just the concept of uh, somebody doing grim reaping as their student job.
2: So
0: great! It's like yeah, I, I just need to earn some some money. I'm a student. I just, I, I I couldn't get any bar work, so I, I work for death. <laughs> it's just brilliant. It's just so, yeah. So, I, 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 no spoilers for the comic because no, you should go and buy it.
2: Definitely. There's something uh, I so want to say because it's just my favourite thing, but I won't. Um, I, say, I really
0: it, be... say it and I'll cut it out.
2: Okay. I love the zombie cats. Oh, my God, the zombie cats are my favourite thing in the world. Actually,
0: I don't think think that's a spoiler, so I might leave it in. I
2: just think it's one of my favourite moments. Yeah, the zombie cats are great. great, and I feel like, yeah, everyone deserves zombie cats in their life. So read read Kim Reaper. Read Kim
0: Reaper. It's not available as a collected edition yet, um, but I'm sure it will be soon. I can't remember who publishes it. Is it Boombox? Uh,
2: I think so. I don't think I... I did bring loads of stuff because I suck. No, I, didn't
0: bring it. I, I think, think it's, it's boom. I think I it's boombox. It's, boom it's either boom or boombox. It's it's more of a boombox thing than a boom. Yeah. We're talking about the different companies. They're a different imprints of the same company. Yeah. But but it's great. Um, Google it or Do. possibly links in the show notes. I'm, I I yeah. may be together enough when I edit this to put links <laughs> in the show notes. But it's a, it's great. It's a wonderful piece of work. So it was great to meet meet her. I, yeah, I, was I was haven't really met her before. So Jack, we've just talked a lot. Anything you want to ask?
1: Uh, what were we talking about? Thought bubble. <laughs> yes, but what... Highlights, what kind of the stuff you've seen, you've met. Right. Okay. Um, well, I liked it because I took my dad with... Well, I say I took my dad. He was my excuse to go there for free travel. Uh, <laughs> so he, well, I'd pay for parking, but it was, you know, he drove. So it was just cool because obviously he's been an artist his entire life. Yeah. Um, and he just... For him, it's like depressing and amazing all at once because he just loves the... You know, there's so much passion there, like I said earlier. But it depresses him because he thinks he's like, he knows he's a good artist. But then he goes there, he's like, I'm not this good. and he's he's always like, every time he talks to one of like the indie people, he's always just like, how are you guys not just like doing amazing? Because I've made a career, and it's been in my whole life, and you guys are better than me. And he just wow. cannot understand how these such talented people aren't just like, you know, making the big bucks everywhere because it's just so talented. <laughs> in a world where people still pay money for <laughs> I I, I
0: have- <laughs> yeah
1: it's an injustice um, and
0: do you know what here I'd normally say no disrespect but whilst I do I, I like as a guy he seems to be perfectly perfectly comfortable in his own skin very happy with you know and, and very aware of his own limitations as an artist I'm sorry I can't like his art never have it's not even that it's anatomically devious because I don't mind that
3: um <laughs> it's
0: yeah I, I and you know what i'm i'm not hating on <laughs> all people who like his work if that's your thing but honestly no not for me really not for me and i don't yeah. understand why people who have the talent that we see at places like Thought Bubble aren't employed mm. yeah. yeah yeah for sure when i mean I, i'm not saying that <laughs> shouldn't be employed so this wasn't meant to be an attack <laughs> oh, no no it's just <laughs> the
2: case of that that whole thing of you've got some absolutely incredibly talented yeah. brilliant people and you know they're they're like struggling working like to live. There. They've got a day job and they've got yeah. a Patreon and like that is how they're they're working in in comics. Exactly, and you yeah. sort of sit there going, but you're so good, and then there are and people... your stories are so good, and like you're making like ninety six dollars a month on Patreon. That's yeah. the saddest thing. Cause mm. And 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 support, then indie artists, please. And, and then there, them, there are people amazing. who
0: and I'm and and I'm probably gonna bleep out the name of the artist that I've now named several times. <laughs> um, but there are people who are paid huge amounts of money. Yeah that that simply can't do what some of the independent yeah, artists that we're seeing. So so why are these people... I don't mind that the artist that I'm not naming anymore... Um, <laughs> I don't mind that he commands huge pay, a huge paycheck. Fair play to him. If people want to pay for that work, that's yeah. entirely up to them, that's great. But how are the people... Given that somebody saw his work and thought, oh, we fancy a bit of that. How the hell are people not picking up artists? Yeah. yeah. Like the people that were at Thought Bubble this weekend. I, ha, Rachel Smith has done some some cover art for Doctor Who comics. Yeah. Um, but how is she not? How is she not been snapped up by people like Boom or Image? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how has Backway. somebody not gone? Oh, that's what we need. Yeah. Um, I, I would say the same about Sarah Millman. I would say say the same about the Goodman Brothers, who have been stalwarts of the small press for well as long as I've been going to cons. So, sorry guys, twenty years. You know, how are they still just doing yeah. that? You know, they are. Own... I mean, I suppose maybe that's all they want to do. But yeah. I mean,
2: some people that's not all they want to do, and they're just still fighting against. Like, yeah, I, I, it's, I don't... it's baffling to me though because you, you know there's some just some great artists. Well, yeah, I mean,
0: I mean, somebody away. who wasn't at Thought Bubble this year, but who's one of my very favourite artists, who gets, you know, I don't understand. I, I genuinely can't comprehend why he hasn't had a stellar career. Mm. Uh, David Hitchcock. I don't know if you've come across his stuff. Really innovative, 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 innovative is the word I'm looking for. A really innovative guy. I first came across him at Bristol, back when Bristol was a thing. And it was one of the early Bristols. He'd done a comic about Jack the Ripper. I can't remember what it was called now. Whitechapel Freak. Um, And it was presented as a newspaper. It was newspaper tabloid-sized, on newsprint. Of course. Cool. Black and white. um, Pen and ink wash. Brilliant. Um, you can't buy it anymore, so... I feel perfectly justified in throwing in the spoiler that the reveal at the end was that the the cloaked figure that we kept seeing wasn't a man at all. It was two dwarfs standing on each other's shoulders, um, who were working at a freak show and who who had been so embittered by the experience of being treated like freaks God. that they were going out and wreaking vengeance. Wow. Um, and. In the hands of somebody with less talent than David Hitchcock, that could have been tacky. Mm. It mm. wasn't. It was great. It was really, really good. It had the same kind of horror recognition as if you've see if you if you've seen the end of Don't Look Now, when the little girl in the red dress turns around. Okay, you're looking at me blankly, and if I say anything else, <laughs> that would be a massive spoiler for one of the best horror films of the 70s. So I'm okay. not going any further. Watch Don't Look Now. One to look It's, out it's horribly disturbing. Hooray. <laughs> in a good way. I guess. But the reveal the reveal of, of, of who the killer is at the end, it's like that. It's it's brilliantly done. So yeah. How how he hasn't had a stellar career. And there are so many people that you see at cons like Thought Bubble who who just got talent just yeah. just bleeding out of their ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It, so yeah, I mean there were some success stories. I'm going to throw in another sound clip in a second. Because my my favourite success story in comics at the moment is the Etherington Brothers, who you will have seen because they're impossible to avoid, yes. even if you don't know them. For those of you that were at Thought Bubble, they had the table bang slap in front of the main entrance in the Millennium Square marquee. And they are two of my favourite comics creators ever. Certainly to speak to. I've known them a long time now and they just keep on getting better. I do have a bit of a beef with them, which we might get to. Uh, but uh, I don't know, are you familiar with that? I'm looking blankly at both of you now. vaguely familiar. So you've seen them? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
2: I've seen the style. I
0: first met the Etheringtons at Bristol, back when Bristol was the only con there was. We talked about this when um, I talked talked to them over the weekend, and they're pretty sure it was 2003. I thought it was earlier than that. I think they're just pretending they're not as old as they are. (laughs) But however long ago it was, Back when I first met them, they the only comic they had was uh, something called Malcolm Magic, and I don't have any copies in in at the moment to show you. Malcolm Magic is the story of an alcoholic rabbit and his friends, who and occasionally they slip into parallel universes and different worlds, and it's much more complicated than that. And you can tell it's the first comic they wrote because it's incredibly wordy. Uh, the, the, the Etherington brothers, they're Robin Etherington, who does the words, and Lorenzo, who does the pictures. And Lorenzo used to complain that sometimes he had to draw Malcolm Bent over double, and find an excuse for him to be bent over double like he's looking at a flower or something. Because it's the only way he could fit the word balloons in. <laughs> <laughs> because Robin hadn't learned brevity at that point. And to be fair, if you talk to Robin Ether- Etherington, he still hasn't. He, he can be brief on a page now. But, uh, but what attracted me to them was just the... Im- well, first of all, they were doing an all-ages book. Hmm. Which in the early 2000s was really rare. You didn't see that. Everything was grim and gritty and adult adult themes and they had things like not for kids on the front yeah. Yeah. uh which is fine that stuff has its place and they were doing a, a, a book about okay he's an alcoholic rabbit but he was still an anthropomorphic bunny and it was full of slapstick and you know jokes are working on at least 15 different levels at least four of which an under somebody under five could get yeah and enjoy and they just had this immense energy uh just and for me they they they, they embody everything that's great about small press because they back in the early days, they don't anymore because they've got sensible. Um, but back in the early days, they literally did everything themselves. Malcolm Magic was professionally printed, but they stapled the, pa- the pages together themselves wow. in their flat in Bristol. The second year I met them, they had a collected edition of Malcolm Magic, which they had hand stitched. Okay, This was before the days of roly Banners as well. And they're the first stand, I think, again, I think it might have been the second time I met them, which by their maths would be 2004. They're the first people I saw who had a stand with like a full size backing thing that filled the whole back of their stand. Massive picture of a dragon which they'd printed out page by page on A4 sheets oh. and and hand stuck with spray mount onto a plywood backer.
2: That's commitment.
0: Yeah. Um because and I, I, honestly, I, I don't know where they found the time or the energy because they both had day jobs mm. and they've gone on to some measure of commercial success. They uh, deservedly so. I mean, they're great. They've done a lot of work for the Phoenix, which if you're not familiar with it, um, you either don't have kids or your kids are horribly neglected. Because if you've got kids and they're not reading the Phoenix, that's a terrible shame. It's a great kids comic, intelligent comics for kids is what the Phoenix does. And yeah, they've gone on to do their own projects and they don't. Exclusively work just with each other anymore. Great, and it was great talking to them at, at Thought Bubble this year because they've come so far in the again by their maths. 14 years that I've known them, you know, and I I've never forgotten the first time I, I I read *Malcolm Magic*. It's such a good book. It's so innovative, and it 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 was like it perhaps doesn't seem so amazing now because there are so many other things that I like it, but that yeah it. It seems unremarkable now for the same reason that Shakespeare seems like he's full of quotes. (laughs) Yeah. They did it. They honestly, they did it first. They broke the mould. And they did things. And people told them they were being ridiculous and stupid and there was no market for it. Um, And Robin was... You know, one of the things he said in the interview that you're just about to hear, if you haven't heard it already, I'm not quite sure. I'm going to drop it into this a little bit. But you know, he said, you know, we've cracked it. When we, when I first met them, there was a real thing in the, in the, in the industry about what are we going to do about the next generation of readers? Where are they coming from? How are we going to hook them in? And Robin was like, this, this weekend, he was like, look around you, mate, we've done it. And there was, how many kids were there?
2: Yeah, loads. It was great. actually. There's so much at all this year, though. You know, there was the mm. corner for everyone to like draw. I mean, it wasn't just for children. I uh, uh to draw draw for the wall, and then yeah, the stuff outside at the uh, outside the, the on pavement the outside pavement art, the thing. yeah, and the joke shop, and then yeah. there was all that stuff at the front, which was really definitely like saying, yeah, kids are welcome, which
0: I yeah, think is, and I think you yeah, kids felt great. welcome, yeah. And as you said, then I mean, there was there was there was the, there was the little eleventh doctor in the fez. Oh, so cute! Yeah. Little little lad about nine.
2: Yeah, he must have been nine. He was short.
0: There four. was. <laughs> <laughs> there were there were I mean I saw I saw, I saw a kid dressed as R2-D2 mm. Mm. Um,
2: I heard a baby in the panel I was sitting in the panel and there was it had a little little squawk and then it, it chilled out but I was like wow god that's awesome like yeah. you know and
0: I think also what, what I saw this year which I've not I've not been aware of before I don't know whether it's, can't say it's never happened, but there were young families
3: yeah.
0: there cosplaying mm. together. I mean, there was a great family. um Dad was wearing a he was wearing a hand painted yellow morph suit. If <laughs> we're honest, uh, and he was being C three PO, uh, and his partner was BB eight. She had like an orange and white dress with the little hat. Oh, I saw that. And the baby was dressed as R two D and the, the baby the baby was a baby in arms. I mean. It, the, the, i don't know whether it was a little boy or a little girl did now it was a little l- droid little r2d2 yeah, <laughs> R2 hat in a sling and there was a another family who had um their customers here actually i'm pleased to say uh who again had their very small child in a back sling uh, wearing a yoda hat nice. um and yoda mittens and yoda sh- yoda yoda crocheted <laughs> shoes being yoda it was awesome and and if you didn't
2: have a baby in a back sling <clears throat> I can't dress them as Yoda. Yeah, I mean really just come on. you didn't you <laughs> <laughs> it's the rule. You just right? didn't yeah. used
0: to see that. No. And now this this really did feel it felt family friendly without feeling like it had made any real concessions. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. just being welcoming.
1: Well, uh, you mentioned as that like, uh, like was it magic shop or trick shop well, Yeah, Yeah, joke shop, shop. Outside, the joke the shop outside, yeah. outside. I love the whole aesthetic there because I genuinely believe that the guy that was outside there selling stuff lived in that little like yeah and he was magic and he appears at night for children who were lost like i imagine like he because he just had it all down and they had so much goofy stuff there it's like i loved that it just fit so well
2: yeah it didn't feel like it didn't it yeah it didn't feel like it was not part of the con which i think sometimes when you go for a family friendly thing it can end up feeling a little bit forced, but it yeah, just yeah. didn't feel forced yeah. at all. It just felt like it and, made sense.
1: Uh, uh, to sell tacky
0: toys and not make it look tacky is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. Yeah. good. <laughs> but also, yeah, because sometimes when, when you have, and I think this is where Bristol went wrong. Sorry, Kev, if you're listening, but I think I said this to you at the time. The the Comics Village Fates that had lots of kid-friendly activities, like, like drawing, like making their own comics, yeah. that were done so successfully at Thought Bubble. I think the re- it didn't quite work because it was sort of slightly ghettoised on the edge of the, the thing yeah. at Bristol. Whereas a Thought Bubble it's just everywhere.
1: Yeah,
0: It's just, oh, yeah, we, we're, we're, outside, we're outside Lee's Town Hall. There's a massive pavement. Have some chalk, kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, In the
2: middle of the biggest marquee there is. Yeah, come <laughs> around this <store laughs> corner and draw on a wall. Yeah, like, it made sense. It
0: did it, And, and, and it, everything just felt not forced, not, mm. not done because somebody thought it was a good idea. It was just being done because, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Mm. Of course. Your kid, not? have some chalk. Draw yeah. the pavement. Why wouldn't you do that? And it, it just felt natural and integrated and unremarkable. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah and I think something that culturally actually Britain ain't great at you know you go to southern Europe and you go in a restaurant at half past two in the morning and there's probably a toddler there and nobody thinks anything of it and it's fine and great and you know you go in pubs and restaurants in this country and there might be signs saying no children yeah, so culturally we clearly have an issue with mm. it um thought bubble seems to be going down the European route and it's good yeah, yeah it's good I mean and I I say this as an ex- teacher who hates kids. <laughs> It was really nice to see so many kids there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The thing is, though, like, what's the future of the industry if you don't have people coming up in it and like enjoying it and feeling like they're part of it, and yeah. welcome, and that they can read stuff and like, so many all ages comics are so good. Like, why would you not want to support? The readers of those comics at a convention like Thought Bubble, I yeah,
0: think like, yeah. it makes perfect um, sense. I mean, uh, all creators like the Etherington brothers, um, like the other people who work for Phoenix. The stuff they're doing is great.
3: Yeah,
0: it looks fantastic. Yeah. They're great stories. I I love them. I'd read anything by the Ether- Etherington brothers. I really would, uh, and I'm not just saying that because I know them. Uh, but I I it's just it's just fantastic stuff, and there's so much of it, and it's it's it's. Horribly underrecognized, and when you go into a supermarket or a newsagent and look at the comics that are Mm. allegedly for kids, oh, it's just—it's basically a a cheap toy in a plastic bag, yeah, with a five-page thing in it that has something to do with Star Wars or something, Mm. uh, and and a crappy word search.
1: Yeah, they've no idea what kids
0: want, and yet stuff like the Phoenix exists.
1: Yeah,
0: why is that not? and I, I, I appreciate you at this point I'm a hypocrite because I don't stop the phoenix um, <laughs> but to be fair that's not for want of trying. Uh, the, their salesperson wouldn't re- respond to my emails last year um sorted now we'll have it shortly um it you know but, but why it's not in every newsstand why, why it's not why people aren't why people aren't clamoring for it yeah, is beyond I... me because I... if you show people it exists they love it
1: yeah, 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 that's the thing though is uh, what I don't get, particularly with Thought Bubble now, now that it's like centralized now. Mm-hmm. Why does the mainstream media not pick up on it? There was when the guy from Run DMC was there, they reported Thought Bubble, but not about Thought Bubble, but the guy from Run DMC was in Leeds that weekend. Did they not
2: report Gerard Way being
1: in Leeds. They didn't. Weekend? They didn't that's even weird. mention exactly. I thought at least they get that's another really mention. Weird. Yeah, you'd have thought. But there wasn't anything, and again, no pickup. It's like it's a huge convention, like it's. it's and, good... it's a huge credit to Leeds. Yeah, oh, exactly. Totally. Yeah.
0: I mean, Leeds Leeds should be bloody proud. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Definitely. That it's the place that hosts this thing. And in yeah. pop culture, what's the biggest thing at the moment? It's like superheroes and Star Wars, about yeah, like that. Like, so get on the back of it, get it advertised.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking about. It, we didn't even get the patronising report on Look North. This exactly. Year. You know, we didn't even get the look at all these freaks dressed as Captain America. We didn't even get that.
1: Yeah, why is that not being reported? Because. People are interested in that now, that Definitely.
2: And, and and other I mean I mean, yeah, I didn't see a Captain America, but I saw like Actually the, neither did I, I don't know why it picked okay. Yeah, but there were so many Game of Thrones and Game of Thrones is so huge in the populace right mm-hmm. now. Surely like knowing you'd have thought that they would have picked up on duh, random yeah. night's watchman seen walking yeah. through Leeds because of this, but no, nothing.
0: Yeah. Bizarre. Well not least and actually not least because. Fairly sure some people must have been curious. Yeah. 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 I mean, Jason Voorhees was walking down the head row carrying a massive spear. Yeah, people who don't know Leeds, the Hedgerow is like the main street. Yeah, in Leeds, I mm. saw,
2: I saw, I'm sure I saw um, uh, Nights Watch on Brigitte which is like the second biggest street in Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, walking it when I got off the train and walked up Brigitte like I, I'm sure, and I, I just think. That's not normal on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. in Leeds. I mean, no. Leeds is pretty strange on a Saturday afternoon,
0: but it's not that yeah. strange. Like. No, so I mean, somebody, somebody in Leeds must have been thinking, "What the bloody hell's going on here?" Yeah, yeah. and like it didn't know. Must have turned, must have turned the TV news on that night. Thinking, I'm, not, I don't normally watch Look North, but I'll watch it tonight because I want to know what was going on.
1: Yeah, I think it, they it's haven't reported not it. Not single mention. So strange. apparently, Doncaster
0: Rovers lost, but we're not reporting the strange man that I saw with a spear. Yeah, I mean, and they had. They had a, um, a. Did you see the 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 cop with his face beaten off? No. There was a guy. Uh, there was some Resident Evil cosplay. Oh wow! Um, they had two guys um, who were Umbrella Corporation security. You know the full on black tactical gear mm. with the Umbrella logo I didn't and that. massive guns. Wow. I mean, they looked like I I I was joking for the entire week before Thought Bubble that we'd probably have three armed response units by lunchtime. <laughs> and the first time I saw the the umbrella security people, I thought they were an armed response unit. They were that good. Wow. They looked that good. But there was them and there was a guy who was clearly supposed to be a victim of the whatever it is in Resident Evil that turned you into a flesh-eating monster. And he he looked like (laughs) he's... Looked like he's... Quietly. quietly, You did not Resident Evil. Well, all geeks here. I've even played Resident Evil. I just can't remember anything Ah, about it. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, the makeup was astounding. I mean, he looked like he'd had his face eaten off. Wow. It was...
2: I love when
0: people commit. And and he had the blood down the shirt and... And he looks I mean look dead, to be frank. But, I mean but he looks amazing. Somebody yeah. must have asked
1: about that. <laughs> yeah. Surely you'd think. Yeah. I I disagree with that kind of cosplay because if the downfall of the human race will be everyone assuming it's cosplay. It's cosplay. <laughs> and yeah, that's what will happen. Yeah. Oh my god, good cosplay man. Oh we doing oh no Oh and it's over. That's it. Yeah. I, I think that the, the reviews in it there. I'm really shocked dangerous. that hasn't
2: actually been put into <laughs> a film yet, because yeah, surely actually, yeah. that's yeah. gotta be in something somewhere, hasn't it? Like, yeah
0: this is a zombie <laughs> like Sean of the Dead style zombies coming down the road in a massive horn people just taking one I thought Thought I thought yeah. Thought it was next week yeah yeah but yeah well I, 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 I can't remember whether we talked about this on mic or off mic now um, but the girl dressed as the sort of Wood elfy type character mm. who I saw at the traffic lights yeah I mean she nearly a, caused a car accident the people driving those cars who were doing double takes because yeah. presumably they <laughs> presumably they thought that they'd gone through a portal or something <laughs> it not that way I Surely they wanted to know what was going on. Yeah.
2: yeah because you would, yeah, oh. it is like in terms of driving round Leeds, that's fairly central. I mean, going past it on a bus must have been something like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, getting on the thirty six <laughs> and oh. just
0: looking down like, okay. <laughs> so, so actually, BBC North, um, what the bloody hell were you playing at? Mm. I, I might make Coverage, some, I might make some discreet inquiries at the BBC. Because. Because for next time, definitely.
2: It yeah, it's. An odd thing to miss out on, really. I know, like the nerdy stuff tends to be sort of ignored a little bit, but when it's in the middle of like a major city, I think that's kind of. It seems very strange to uh, ignore it, really. Like, because it's when it yeah, like you say, when it was on the periphery, when it was down by the docks, like in in the that area, it's kind of easy to to ignore. But when it's just slap bang in the center. You know, you people literally stumbling over it's mm. it's
1: odd. Mm. It's just and also, notable by its absence. Yeah, if you've never been to a con before, the one you want to go to the first time is Thought oh, Bubble. 100 percent. Oh God, yes. Yes. yes, yes,
2: definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: that's what you want to. Be
0: Unless you hate comics. To. I mean, if you hate com- <laughs> if, if you hate comics, go to MCM. Yeah. <laughs> because because you'll get to meet people from Game of Thrones and a wrestler. Um, but if you love comics, Thought Bubble all the way. Oh, yeah, it's the
1: best gateway into it, I think. Yeah, and I mean.
2: And if you're already in it, it's great because you can find stuff that you never thought you would. Yeah. Which I think is really interesting. Like, I found stuff. I was, like, walking along and I was attracted by a swear word. Because, of course, I was. Um, And I found this really amazing comic. I was like, wow, I love this. This is great. And it's beautifully illustrated. And it's incredible. And it's called a swear word. Well, it's called... uh, It's called um, Fuck Off Squad. And you can bleep it. Go for it. But it is. And it's brilliant. And the illustration on it is phenomenal. Like, I, I didn't see done... that,
0: or, or I would totally have bought it.
2: I just saw it and uh, I instantly was like, "Oh, look! Uh, the, it's it's the word I use for punctuation because I'm terrible." <laughs> and
0: um, this is
2: nice. It's beautiful.
0: The it's girls
2: who skate. Is it is skate- skater girls in LA, and it's kind of that brilliant period. I of want like... this.
0: Where is this from?
2: Yeah, exactly. I have yet to figure that out. It, you can get it from uh, Nicole Gould. I think that's pronounced that correctly. I'm not sure her website. I discovered today. Um, because I was like, I only have two and there are more. Um, and I really love her art style. But I met both the writer and her and she drew a little doodle in the front of that one. It's is American, a isn't it? Cause it's it is Because dollars. Um,
0: Damn it, that means it's going to be expensive to import. Yes, mm.
2: but it's... Re- yeah, I was like, oh, I'll have to buy these bit by bit to avoid import duty because I really hate import duty. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, I only bought two. This I, is
0: one. This is one. I wish I'd found this because I could have stopped the shop and saved them having to cart it all back to the
2: States. It's... Stunning. And it's beautifully, beautifully illustrated. Some really it's, innovative illustration. And the way they do stuff There's a brilliant one. I don't know if it's in that I one. I
0: already love it as much as I love Slam.
2: This. I love this. Like the way they draw like travel and um, building up things and like labeling different stuff. It's gorgeous. It's incredible. And I love it. And I found that because I saw it, they had back patches like for your, your jacket and stuff. Hmm. And it, it had like, you know, fuck off squad on it. And I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. And then I was like, there's a comic. I must read this. It's not just illustration. <laughs> And yeah, so I bought the books, um, and they're great, and I love them. There's other stuff in them. There's some other. um, There's like other anthology stuff in the back. That's not just that story. Yeah. um, Which I haven't read yet. To be honest, I read the the. I've not read everything I bought yet. Um, I just sort of read the first bits, and then read the second comic because it's about the same characters, and I I just really Mm. like them, and I love the style. so, yeah, that's one of those, you know, you can just stumble on stuff yeah. that you would never find. Because, like, you know, you guys, yes. don't, you guys don't have this. Where like, would I, yep. I... I never even... in. Well, even not, only, not only do
0: we not have it, I don't think... I don't think we could have it.
2: In all my wildest internet trollings for random comics, which is a whole, like that's a lot of my time <laughs> I've never come across this and that surprises me like that I've never come across this because it's exactly my jam it's just totally the sort of thing I love and I've prized I've never found it Yeah. and they were so nice as well um, it was funny actually um, I don't know uh, Dave Baker I think uh, he said I guess I was like oh my god that's such a cool backpatch and he went yeah people are, in America are always um, sort of are, are like wow you put that word on a comic that's like it, it's it's so taboo over there compared to how it is in England where we're just like and I did say yeah I I tend to use it as punctuation, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do swear. Yeah. We
0: do swear more in the UK than they and do. And I America. think yeah. it, for
2: them, they, they think that in the in the states, they think it's like God. Yeah, you put that on the cover of a comic. That's the sort of boundary really, breaking. As well, well right. I, I noticed a it, bit like I noticed have started, started out. Started out. Have yeah. started out. It's not started out on the back patch. Uh, okay, which I did not buy because. Well, I'm
0: also noticing it's actually not. Out. It's actually not started out on the on spine, spine either.
2: But it is on the on the cover. <laughs> um but yeah it's great i suppose it's, it's really more cool. obvious it's more
0: obvious on the cover that is a beautiful piece of work
2: it's stunning i love um, it um i want to
0: read all of them it, it puts me it puts me very much in mind of, of of slam which is about roller derby
2: have i recommended slam to you no you haven't but i have really... i can't imagine why i don't know why you haven't but do you know what i read about it in the back of something the other day and i'm not sure what hang on something that i was in my last week's
0: whole heap Sorry, me going to go and get a comic is not exactly podcasting gold, but it's uh, <laughs> the sound of me falling over the microphone. wires could well be. And everything in this is just like a nice a,
2: It's beautiful.
0: It's a new artist, and I, I don't. The old art, the old art looked like that. Yes. Which I liked better, um, but it's still the same characters, and I have fallen in love with those characters.
2: Why have I seen this? What's it? In the, oh, I, is it? is it been box yeah i think there's an, like an ad or a little feature on it in the back of Mr. Uh, yes, city yes yes there is yeah. yes there is so i have yeah i looked and um, went oh why I haven't don't have
0: i this? don't have the trade of the first series in yet uh, but i will have Ooh, I, I will I will, read I will point it out to you when it comes in uh, slam was why. Well, i podcast listeners will will will, will be familiar with um, the shops general theory that if a comic's got a pink cover it's probably going to be great <laughs> um, because the, the 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 perceived wisdom in marketing departments is that boys buy comics and boys don't buy pink so <laughs> if you're going to have the confidence to make your comic cover pink you've got to be damn sure it's good is the logic behind that rule of thumb it's never let me down uh, I picked up Slam 1 the... on the grounds that it was pink uh, it's about roller derby uh, which is a sport I know nothing about actually I do know because I've read Slam I'm quite excited about roller derby I need to go and see a match you should bout whatever yeah, they're that. called but it's it's absolutely wonderful um the, the two central characters whose real names i can't remember but let's let's not pretend they matter because they're they're, they're roller derby names are i think i can and oh god i've forgotten the second god's sake
2: derby names are always cool though yeah i you know what really clever i'm gonna
0: over i'm gonna overdub this and pretend like Don't i didn't do it didn't forget right. but it's, it's, it's just stunning it's just it's it's becoming so that it's not unusual to have a comic that features strong female characters.
2: I'm just sorry. I've just discovered that there is a a group of a derby team in this called Pushy Riots, and I am dying. That's the best thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Clearly, this is this is a comic for me. <laughs>
3: um,
2: <laughs> Brilliant.
0: It's 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 yeah. It's it's not that unusual now to find comics with strong female leads. No. Exactly. Even in Marvel and DC, you get this now. It's true. Um, it is unusual to find a comic where everybody is a strong female character.
3: Yeah,
0: I don't think there's ever been a male character in Slam. Wow, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I, I, I some of the characters have boyfriends that are certainly mentioned. They may have appeared, but I, I, I it's just a joy. Um, it passes the Bechtel test on every single page, which nice. is always a, a good. It's it's just it's j- and it's just joyful.
2: And it's a Jed Bartel cover. I could have got this signed if I'd had it and known it existed when I went to see her and was really (laughs) British. Still not over it. Oh, God. Next year, I'm going to take more comics and get them signed by people and be less British. I'll still be polite, but I'll I'll, I'll be less, like, I don't know. I was so nervous I didn't want to upset people. I don't know. I think it's... It's that whole thing of balance, isn't it? You don't want to go in with like a sack full of stuff and be like, "Sign everything for me," because it's just rude. Yeah, I, yeah. It's so rude, and I just hate taking up people's time. It was funny. I was um, I went to see David Wen because I have spoken to him occasionally on Twitter, and to buy his comic Sworn, which is on Patreon, and it's a weekly strip, I guess. Um, and it's kind of like Viking-y uh, mythical. Ooh, I love stuff. the sound of that. It's cool. You can read it. It's in my bag like everything else, because I brought everything. Um, but it's, you know, I went to meet him and uh, I, I, did I see you on Sunday? My glasses just kept steaming up. You didn't see me on Sunday. My glasses kept steaming up.
0: Or at least I didn't see you on Sunday. No. So.
2: I saw you on Saturday. And my glasses just, I wore my glasses on, on Sunday because I can't were bugging me. So I was like, right. And in that, tent my glasses steamed up at almost every oh. single person i stopped to speak to i was like taking them off and doing them and i'm like i look like an idiot and i was it was talking to him, so it was humid so in hot there. in there and i was talking to him and i was like getting really really warm and i started sort of backing away he's like you're obviously trying to leave i was like a i don't want to like take up too much of your time and monopolise your time because i'm so painfully british and b my glasses are steaming up and i actually need to go outside and get <laughs> and breathe and cool down for <laughs> yeah fuckers. i it was so humid
0: in that. It, yeah. it, it was ridiculously hot. and It was ridiculously humid, and I was sweating like a pig for most of Sunday. It was awful.
2: On the Saturday when I saw you, I was like, "Wow, you look really warm." So by a... the end of the day, it was fair, crazy in there, wasn't did it? Did I have chips when you saw me? Yes, you did have chips. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because <laughs> what happened there? Oh, by the way, I have to apologize slightly because um, you have met my wife. Mary, I have met your wife, and I totally failed to introduce you. You,
2: did. <laughs> you didn't. I was like, "Hi." Are <laughs> um, eating chips?
0: No, because like, she
2: Egypt, do it.
0: Because <laughs> because you came and we we spoke and Good. then you went and Lizzie said that was hat then was it? <laughs> Hi.
3: Uh,
0: so I'm really sorry I didn't introduce you. Um, I was Funny. I was operating on a s- adrenaline and yeah
2: no I don't blame you because it was
0: crazy caffeine and adrenaline. But no, the reason I looked so hot was because my 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 wife isn't a geek. This has come up before. In on this podcast, she in the in the in the quarter of a century that we've been together, we met as very small children. I swear. Um, <laughs> in the quarter of a century we've been together, Lizzie has read one comic, well four because it was a four issue mini She read the Tale of One Bad Rat, which if you're only going to read one comic. That's a very good comic to read. Yep. If you haven't read the Tale of One Bad Rat by Brian Talbot, you should. It's about child abuse it's It. It's a very sensitive portrayal of the issues involved. And it's a work of genius. You should read it. I'm not kidding. Uh, and, you know, it's not her thing. You know, we, yeah. it, it's, we, we have a lot in common, me and my missus, but that, this isn't one of them. And she came to help me out on the stand like a long-suffering wife. Uh, and she was nothing but incredibly supportive. And so when she said, let me go for some chips, I kind of felt on a bound The trouble was, the only chip shop I know of in Leeds oh, is by the bus station.
2: Oh, that's so far.
0: So... When you saw me, I had Runt. I didn't I didn't want to be away from the stand for too long, yeah. because I love my wife, but she's not very good at explaining comics to people, so I knew that if anybody had any questions, Lizzie wouldn't be able to answer them, and I didn't want to didn't want to not be there to help kind of thing, so I had just sprinted from Millennium Square to the to the bus station and back. Um, you
2: will, yeah, that explains the look of warmth.
0: I was yeah. I I, I was I was, you could have used me as a radiator, basically, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so yeah. On the upside, the chips
3: they
2: from the
0: fisher the <laughs> chips from the fisherman's wharf, <laughs> wharf by the bus station are bloody lovely, and the scraps were awesome. It
2: did look really good. I'd, yeah. I'd been to um, Nation of Shopkeepers for my delightful uh, vegetarian Helium, uh mushroom burger, which was really good. But I did look at your. I looked enviously upon
0: your chips. They were very, very nice chips. <laughs> really good. I didn't do that on the Sunday though. No. On the Sunday. I did
2: go to Nation of Shopkeepers again <laughs> on Sunday because <laughs> it was in the middle of the con. Essentially. Yeah, I did. Like right in the middle. I did,
0: and actually, do you know what? That was that was another massive improvement on the Armoury's New Dock Hall venue where there were not a lot of options for food
2: no i was really thirsty and couldn't even figure out where i was going to get a drink last last year i remember being down there and being like god i need to go back into leeds to get food and I a drink the, and this is crazy there was a tesco express yeah, right on the edge yeah they never
0: staffed stopped. staffed by the most <laughs> bemused woman <Yeah. laughs> who was I, I remember last year standing at the i went down on the sunday to get some get something for lunch and um, there was this little old lady behind the till who was clearly on the roster because it was Sunday and never busy Oh bless. and she was behind the till and the queue consisted of two Harley Quinns Poison Ivy Um, I can never remember the character's name the Studio Ghibli character who wears a, like a black robe with the white face and the black diamonds over the eyes gives out coins
2: once again I know exactly what you're talking about but like um, no guys, do not know the Is name you just called No
0: Face uh, well him anyway Um, Nightwing and who else was it it might have been Spider-Man. But they were just all in the queue. <laughs> and this woman was looking at them like, what I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Why him. are you all dressed like freaks? What's going on? Um, whereas Central Leeds, like, the possibilities are literally endless. I mean...
2: The, th- the other thing about... like
0: sprint is Sprinting for like, a mile and a half to get chipped, notwithstanding. The possibilities yeah, are literally it's endless. It's
2: true. And I mean, it has to be said, like, uh, Browns, Browns does a really... Which is right. on Again, on the corner, and it was like the official ho- hotel or something ridiculous. Yeah. They do a really good poached egg on toast. I, they genuinely do. Big it's fan great. of
0: browns. I I don't know the Leeds browns, but I spend a lot of time in Cambridge because I've got family there. And the browns in Cambridge, yeah. which I think is the original one. <laughs> it's in what used to be the morgue of Adam Brooks Hospital. Um, <laughs> is, That's really going
2: to set the mood for you, is, isn't
0: it? Like... <laughs> well, it's not the morgue anymore. It's not Adam Brooks Hospital anymore. I mean, Adam Brooks <laughs> Hospital's moved outside of Cambridge now. But it's, 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 it's what was the, was the morgue in the old Adam Brooks Hospital. and. The whole of the restaurant wasn't the mortgage. It was a piece of the restaurant. Was there. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's lovely. I love Brown's. Yeah. love Brown's. I can't recommend Brown's highly enough. It's not necessarily cheap, but it's no, good. No.
2: But yeah, the yeah, post egg is really good there. But um, I, yeah, I went to, um, yeah, National Shopkeepers. It's great. I, really I didn't not in. I
0: didn't go in there. Um, Sunday, I went to the bagel place in the light, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which does a really good bagel, except
2: I, I just knew that I could get. Uh, I was just being an awkward vegetarian, and I was like, "Yeah, I know I can definitely get fed here. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be. I don't have to eat a cheese sandwich or an egg sandwich." Well, so again, uh, actually, my option. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can get nachos here, and
0: <laughs> that's actually quite important. I mean, I'm not a vegetarian, but you know, if you are a vegetarian, being able to get food you can actually eat is kind of important. Yeah, yeah. Central yeah. Leeds, that's pretty easy.
2: Yeah, it is. It's good. It is very good. So again,
0: that was an and that was another massive improvement.
2: Yeah, yeah, I and the other thing is like Central Leeds. And you have more access to places to get more money out. Yeah, I think because I remember being in this is that whole thing. Oh. Of like, I spent all my money and I'm by a canal. There's only the Tesco Express with a cash point that has no money left in it, yeah. and you can't get cash back at the Tesco Express because the little lady behind the counter looks at the, you like no use the cash point outside and you're like no really yeah and no, there was no back. <laughs> well i mean
0: every thought bubble i went to the cash point was empty by a by lunchtime on saturday
2: but it wasn't on uh in leeds i went no but leeds. in, <laughs> in leeds
0: cent- in, in millennium square in central it leeds wasn't. there's more yeah. than one cash point not yeah, yeah. else but even
2: the millennium square one wasn't out of out of money on like by midday saturday which you know i was quite shocked about because quite... i went to it except i
0: suppose not everybody went there it's true they could have gone to any other, the, but like,
2: that one's points. dead center. Yeah. It's like right next to the carriage works, and
0: like uh, just... so, yeah, you know that was yeah. great. It it so over overall, um, and I think we'll sort of begin to be wrapping this up. It's, mm. it's 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 we're we're on nearly two hours now, so we're coming to the end of the second episode on Thought Bubble. Overall, I have to say I have put my hands up. I'm not often wrong, but I was wrong about this. I didn't think that Central Leeds was a good place for Thought Bubble. It's the wrongest I've ever been. Yeah. I think.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's so much better. It's, yeah. It's so much better. I was, I don't know, I think the same fears, that whole thing of like, ooh, you're in the middle, are there going to be a load of drunk people coming in and yeah. cause trouble? Is it going to be difficult? Because, but it just didn't, it was great. It was just really yeah. great. And it had that same feeling, like that same happy, inclusive atmosphere. It really, it really did. Mm. And but, and, but, and but you know what? I there. think,
0: I think I not only underestimated the organisers of Thoughtball, I think I underestimated the people of Leeds. It's the greatest shame. Because because they didn't react to it with a, what are you weirdos doing? Yeah. They reacted to it with a, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. What's all this?
2: Mm. I'm proud of my townspeople
0: as, um, as a Leedsian. Yeah, no, I, 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 so yeah, I, I, I've I, had to put my hand up. I underestimated people.
1: I, and it was fabulous.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: really good. Um, going next year?
2: Yeah, 100%.
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Although I, I will say, warning for you, if you're going to take piles of stuff, you'll want to take more money because a couple of years ago when Matt Kim was at Thought Bubble, um, I took everything he had ever made at that <laughs> point. And he does a lot of hardcovers and so it was a big pile. Um, I took it over to his table and I was like, I'm so sorry, could you sign my stuff? And he was like, yeah, no worries, absolutely cool. And he just started opening up and he was doing sketches in front of every single one of them. Um, and even on like the um, trade paperback of the tooth, which he didn't write but he drew in, There's like a cut out bit at the back, he cut his scissors out and cut that bit out and stuck it to the front, got some glue, and then drew around that and made a little scene. And then once he'd all done, and even I accidentally put Jeff Lemire's book at the bottom, I was getting signed for someone else and Jeff Lemire was right next to him. He went, oh, oh, Jeff, could you just mind, there was a huge queue for Jeff, he just passed it to Jeff and he goes, oh yeah, cool, sketch, name, hands it back. And I go, how much does all that cost? He goes, oh, it's free. I was like, no, you can't. You've yeah, just you spent like 15 exactly. minutes yeah, yeah. doing all this. So I just grabbed a load of original artwork and threw money at him. Yeah. Because it was like, you've been amazing.
3: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. But also, I think every time he got onto a new book, I kept saying, sorry. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It's I so don't so think sorry. I could
2: do it. I just, ah, oh, I'm just awful. I'm so awkward. I just couldn't do it. But that's how
1: nice everyone there it's is. That's true. Everyone's that so like, lovely. no, they appreciate that you're a fan. Yeah. It, it it's it is it, this is going
0: to sound really sappy, um, but I'm not sorry actually because I can't I'm good with words, it used to be my job, um, and I can't think of a better way of expressing this. So so clearly these are the best words that could possibly be used. It's just so full of love. Yeah, it really yeah, is. It's yeah. it's it's love for the medium. It's love for the characters. It's love for the art. It's love for the, for the create. Everybody there is there because they love something. Mm. No one's there to get an autograph so they can put it on eBay. Yeah, no. It's 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 all about just a love and passion for comics. Mm. Yeah. And I think, and I, 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 I've been mean about other cons tonight, but honestly, I think it is because Thought Bubble is just comics that that is possible. Because, you know, the... the, the the Game of Thrones fans are there. Clearly, there were many people from the Nightwatch, <laughs> but the Game of Thrones stars aren't. I don't know why I'm picking on Game of Thrones, except that except the Game of Thrones stars have been in evidence at every bloody Comic Con this year, mm. except Hariga. But we got the Night Rider card. It's you know, there's been there, there, nobody nobody at Thorball feels the need to pad stuff out yeah. with folk off the telly yeah. and and stuff that was on the telly in the eighties. Uh, nobody, nobody thought. Well, feels the need to do that because they actually have to turn away people who just want to bring comics because they haven't got space, mm. and so there isn't room for the eighteen van
1: and, yeah. and a Batmobile. There
0: just isn't room.
1: Yeah. And the strength of the Kong is held up purely by just the love of the art form. Like that's what it yeah. is.
0: Yeah. And I mean, the number of conversations I had with people who were basically just holding up comics. Well, this is just a delivery system for a story. It's you yeah. know. It's not a genre. And, and so you can have Kim Reaper, and you can have Monkey Nuts, yeah. um, and you can have Batman, and you can have, I don't know, name a popular comic. I'm only a comic book retailer, I can't think of
2: any. Another way are sitting in a room surrounded by comics. Name a, name a, comic. a
0: popular <laughs>
3: comic.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, you can have all of that. Yeah. Uh, and you can also have A Day in the Life of Kylo Ren. Yeah. Drawn by a ten and year allergies. old, allergies.
2: You know that tiny little, and, you uh, know. and and a
0: monster with allergies, and a girl who does comics next to her dad on her on his, on 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 their stand. Yeah, and you know, and you can have people who've done twenty um, four hour comics about being gay and having to travel across continents and stuff, and you can have all of that diversity. Yeah, it is and, so diverse. It's phenomenal. And yeah, I mean, you, you, you've you got, in the same convention, you've got Gerard Way, who apparently was the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, a band I have never knowingly heard. I'm so sorry. And you can have Paul Cornell, who, well, doesn't write Doctor Who anymore because he only does her own stuff now, but, you know, yeah. has written for Doctor Who yeah, and yeah. stuff. And you can have the Etherington brothers, who write for uh, you know a relatively big kids comic, next to somebody who like just does it in their bedroom. Yeah. 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 And the stuff produced by the person who does it in their bedroom looks as good. Yeah. yeah. As the stuff that poor poor Cornell and Gerald Way and stuff have had, because that's that's the quality that's more pressed these days. Mm. And yeah. And and in all of that. You've also got people who were cosplaying Snot Girl and Mr. Poopy Butthole. And, yeah, I saw him. And he was great. Oh, can I ask you a Because I've never watched Rick and Morty. I know, oh, okay. I, I know, I'm sorry. The purple girl that was with Mr. Poopy Butthole. Who is she? Is she a Rick and Morty character? purple girl? There was a girl with Mr. Poopy Butthole. I mean if sorry people who've never read re, re, never watched Rick and Morty or read the comic <laughs> I and mean, now wonder like, what the hell we're talking half about half
2: an episode and that's it um, so I'm I've sorry seen, I'm lost
0: I've
1: seen all the episodes um, and I don't right. recall a purple one right.
0: Well Good. the guy who was cosplaying Mr. Poopy Butthole.
1: I love how you know the name of him
0: then <laughs> th- There was a comic there was a comic called Little Poopy Adventure that's the only reason I know Mr. Poopy Butthole is. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I will watch Rick and Morty. I've watched the first episode. I know it's genius. I just haven't had yeah, time. Yeah, that's
2: exactly me. i like, I've watched the episode then.
0: Um, I'm too busy listening to Harmontown. Sorry, Dan Harmon, who does Harmontown. Right, it's Rick and Morty. Yeah, never mind. But everywhere, everywhere that the guy who was cosplaying Mr. Poopy Butthole went, he was accompanied by a friend of his. Maybe his girlfriend, maybe his wife. Maybe just a random person that he knows. I don't know. But she was entirely purple. I mean, she painted herself purple. And she was wearing a purple wig. I assume it a wig. She might have just dyed her hair purple, I'm not sure. And I didn't know whether that this was a character who appears in Rick and Morty alongside mister Poopy butthole or whether she was cosplaying somebody else I didn't recognise. As, well
1: as far as I'm aware, mister Poopy butthole does not have a partner.
0: Um, <laughs> or
3: a purple friend.
2: Or, or a purple friend. But, <laughs> or
0: she was doing a gender-swapped Kilgrave, I don't
1: know. <laughs> Did she have, like, a golden crown or something? No. She could have been Princess Bubblegum, I thought, But she's maybe. pink. Oh, that is pink, though, I suppose. If yeah. she was going
2: to be purple and from Adventure Time, she would have to be... Um, Lumpy Spacepants does.
1: Yes, which is I suppose a hard one to pull off.
2: Oh, I reckon just a load of balloons, personally. You'd have that's to, that's, that's you? how you do it. Yeah, and a Valley Girl accent. Just
0: like a uh, tin of beans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you're wearing next year? No,
2: God no. If I was ever going to cosplay anything, I'd do Mal from Lumberjanes because it is the least effort. Because basically it'd be my own clothes, <laughs> like and my own haircut, <laughs> and like. That's, that's I have me. to say, um,
0: I. The 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 two cosplays that I saw at Thought Bubble this year that I thought I might one day do uh, were both Firefly. For God's sake, Firefly cosplays, um, which is ironic because we had our Can't Stop the Serenity charity screening of Serenity last weekend. Well, weekend before last now, the weekend before Thought Bubble, in which we were saying. Yeah, it's a great shame you don't see Firefly cosplay at cons anymore. And then were, I saw two. Um, yeah. But one guy went as Wash. Uh, for those not familiar with the series, God, you've hated this podcast for the last three episodes because <laughs> that's all we've talked about. Um, he was wearing just, just a, a, a green boiler suit with a Hawaiian shirt over the top and a dinosaur in his pocket. Comfortable, practical. You could wear that all day. Very yeah. practical. Um, and then another guy had gone as one of the 2 by 2 Hands of Blue men, which is basically just a suit with blue latex gloves. So that's, that's easy to do. Yeah. Um, and at CSTS the other week, um, the cosplay winner went as Kelly Fry, which again is just a boiler suit over a, a brightly coloured top. Yeah. And she was really comfortable all day. Much more comfortable than me, and I went in jeans. Was, so. So yeah, I think for me, cos if I was going to cosplay, it would be that. It would Comfy be cosplay. Some, mm-hmm. something something that I could do. my own, own clothes. Yeah. Because. I like I lack the skill, if I'm honest, for some of the astonishing stuff that we saw people yeah. wearing over the weekend.
2: I did uh, briefly mention the other day that I would love to be the shortest plasma, um, and I would really love to do that. Be I great. think you should. I think you should. <laughs> I will
0: help you make your armor <laughs>
2: cardboard armor, and then somehow it, just getting it the chrome. That's the, the thing. Yeah, yeah. You can that's your no, that's compact. That's, that's post, easy. Post tra- If you read the card, no, I can make, doing really well. <laughs> like, considering, I can I can
0: make cardboard look like grime.
2: Yeah. See, this is it. Yeah. Well, we know what I'm going to attempt for next year. <laughs> I will. I will <laughs> help on, you. It's It's been recorded.
0: <laughs> it'll. It'll have. If I'm helping, it'll have to be cardboard because that's about the only thing I cardboard know how to work.
2: Cardboard is great. I'm good at like, but, good with cardboard. Oh,
0: teachers, you see. All yeah, right. <laughs> Two teachers in a room. <laughs> yes. Cardboard is easy. Um. But I, can, I I. will happily help you make a phasma costume.
2: <gasps> this is going to be fun. i already found a pattern for, a, for the helmet. So. So yeah, cardboard nice. from cardboard. So yeah, it's doable that's going to be the most complicated part
1: yeah
0: well everything everything else is relatively straightforward it's pretty flat yeah i mean the only textiles you need really are the cape and and it's not a complicated cape. so effective yeah big fan of Brianna at all. i am mm. a full
2: like uh foot and a half i think what is she like gwendan christie yeah
0: uh she's six two six three she's yeah. very tall
2: yeah i'm like over a foot short. yep it'd be great there's <laughs> all the jokes write themselves
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well they aren't, you a little, <laughs> yeah, they aren't you a little bit short for a stormtrooper is perfect is, in fact works. in fact if you do it you're going to need to carry a speech bubble I that just says i'm a little short for a stormtrooper i will
2: totally do that it'll be great <laughs> so look out for me next year with, f- with my do you with know what bubbles. i
0: was looking to thought bubble 2018 <laughs> anyway but now
2: <laughs> now we have insanity yay yeah no it will be good
0: I'm going to go and cosplay dressed as somebody who works at Destination Venus. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, in a boiler suit. Which which will involve me wearing jeans and a t shirt that says Destination Venus on it. <laughs> God, Bubble was stressful enough without cosplaying it as well. Yeah. Right. Final thoughts. I I think we probably should wrap it up because uh, we have been talking now for two hours, five minutes, and thirty nine seconds. And um,
1: yeah, I got a phone call in my pocket like half an hour ago, so I'm probably in trouble for something. So <laughs> you were meant to meet me here and such so like oh yeah, hello. Oh, Jack. I'm good. I like podcasting. Fun. <laughs> I'm good. I
0: like podcasting. Fun. Um, <laughs> so, final thoughts. Anybody got any?
1: Or are we all, are we all just thought bubbled out? I think we're just all just basically very impressed. Yeah. And cannot wait for next year yeah i've never had a year which hasn't been better than the previous year they just keep getting God. better and better that's, and better that's
2: a high bar for next year then it, it is, It's yeah. just amazing
0: but i think they can do it i, I, mean, I, I think they can i think i think we're likely to see more cosplay next year because people who were nervous about cosplaying in central leeds now yeah. see that you can do it yeah, yeah. i keep coming back to jason voorhees but if he can get away with it then
2: with police officers underground then yeah you can get away with it definitely. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I, d- and I, lo- I, d- I just loved how committed he was to it <laughs> he was just because... walking
2: around just like with this, yeah. holding the spear he was holding his spear he and he had care. his hockey mask
0: on. and if he took his hockey mask off his face was destroyed underneath it I mean he wasn't just wearing a oh, hockey really? mask oh really I didn't see that no, I just he saw he had... the mask standing and looking ominous he had the face under the hockey mask oh, wow. that must
1: have been uncomfortable he oh, must have been dying
0: Um, I met a guy close to the end of Sunday there was a guy he was cosplaying Cyclops and having um. having <laughs> having cosplayed last year in Leeds in November, he instead of going for Lycra, he'd based his Cyclops costume on a wetsuit. Um. That might not have been... The, I mean, it was quite wet, it was warm. but the moisture was coming from inside, not out. <laughs>
1: It was, he was dying. What's I was it? stood behind a cyclops at some point and I was very much aware of the smell of cyclops.
3: Oh dear.
1: Yeah, by oh. the poor guy it must have just been dying.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like the, the, the Night's Watch, with all their fur must have been they dying. Must have been... Mm.
1: Unless like... they, unless they'd got air conditioning
0: in those seats they would, yeah.
2: You know, huge cloak and then their lovely uh, Ikea blanket you know, the, the... That's yeah, what they are. It's just, it is. It's, yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. is. They got that like wrapped around the shoulders. Like, did God. you see that IKEA?
0: IKEA have actually released IKEA instructions for how to turn that rug yeah. into a oh, nightwatch place. I just, that's
1: that's the Scandinavians for you. Yeah, yeah. fabulous.
2: But yeah, they must have been very. very they
1: well. must have. Been. I mean, they could only undress in a bath, like because you know there's pockets of liquid everywhere. Oh. <laughs> I I would be I, I, their dry cleaning bill is going to be immense. <laughs> just
0: burn it. Just burn it. <laughs> because and that's no, why you can't, be made of cardboard they, they, must have yeah. put, they must have put so much work into it you can't oh, yeah, no, yeah. You, you've got to you've got to yeah. clean that costume and I'm, it's it's just yeah that's your phone again jack isn't that's it? my phone again do you want to see who it is in case it's important? i know who it is it's claire definitely <sighs> i've said this before jack but <laughs> you are a terrible boyfriend
1: i if you set the bar low honestly everything you do is a surprise and nice and well thought
0: I can't believe that Claire hasn't stabbed you in the eye yet. And I really can't. Ten years.
1: I'm doing something right. Maybe. I
0: don't know. Yeah, but no one's figured out what yet. I know. I'll tell you as soon as I figure it out. Okay. Well, since Jack's girlfriend is almost <laughs> certainly going to stab him through the eye this time. Yes. I think we'll 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 finish this off just by agreeing that it was bloody amazing. Oh yes, definitely. Um, those of you who cosplayed, well done, guys. It was great. Um, if you were. Just just pausing briefly to note how how brave and ironic it is that a geeky pop culturey type thing would call its volunteer helpers red shirts. I love that. <laughs> yeah, the balls on that yeah, is yeah, amazing. Stopping. But seriously, guys, the red shirts were astounding as ever. They always are, and they were, this this year's red shirts were amazing. And the security guards, who I'm going to call the yellow shirts, um, also brilliant. Um, security is a, an occupation that doesn't always attract the nicest people
2: yeah Mm -hmm. um and when you're surrounded by people wielding axes and spears (laughs) it can get and and, yeah (laughs) i I, dealt with that so
0: i i i I didn't meet a single security person who wasn't brilliant i didn't meet a single security person who wasn't brilliantly good at their job Mm. they were efficient they were they were as fast as they could possibly have been yeah Uh, they were thorough uh I certainly felt completely safe. Yeah. In spite of the fact I was surrounded by big men with knife most of the day. <laughs> it was it, the whole thing from top to bottom and back to front was incredible. Mm. Um right the way down to the end where um the doors closed on Sunday at five. Um uh, by six o'clock that monkey the, the monkey I was in the the, the Millennium Square Market was empty. Crazy speed that they everything had. was gone, the the speed, the efficiency, it was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, if you didn't go to Thought Bubble this year, give serious thought to going to Thought Bubble next year. Yep. If you're listening to this podcast, if you enjoy the things we talk about, and you don't go to Thought Bubble, you are missing something. You're missing out. You really are. Um, if you make things, consider going yeah. and having a table.
2: I was going to say that. Like, it, I really hope that it doesn't. I mean, I love that it's getting bigger, and I love that like we're getting some really amazing people there. But I really hope it doesn't have a detriment to the. Um, indie creators I love that. The beating, the, the beating heart fantastic. of Thought Bubble is the indie creators. Yeah, it yeah. really is. It's the small press people it's who fantastic. make their thing. And it's just so nice to see, like, in real life, people that you may, like, either support on Patreon or follow on Twitter or read their Tumblr or whatever and you actually get to meet them and talk to them and, and find out that they are so nice mm. and wonderful and talented and that's just...
0: They are the best. It's, it's they great. are the best people in the world. They really are. Um, and... I, I seems to be a constant theme of this podcast. Actually, every time we talk about a thing, um, it is the greatest supply of ready-made friends that you just haven't met yet. Yeah. yeah. Um. I I I know that I see people once a year at Thought Bubble, that I count as really really good friends, because all the ice breaking is done. Mm. We already know what we've got in common. Yeah. We already know we love the same thing. Mm. So there's no there's none of that. I like this. Are you, are you okay with this? Are you the kind of person I like? There's none of that. You don't need that. All of that is cut straight through. We're all a thought bubble. We're clearly friends. There's there's no need for any kind of messing about. It really is that kind of atmosphere. It's a
2: unique con. It really is. In yeah. That, in that respect, that I feel like yeah. It's so unique, like I feel completely at ease there, which is not something I feel everywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah. At and stuff being like being who i am and how i look and everything and you know i but i feel absolutely at ease and it's brilliant and it's like Mm. you say like really great diverse creators and i feel completely at home which is fab it's
3: great
0: yeah so thank you thought bubble long may you prosper um we will see you next year um unless of course you're listening to this on the podcast in which case we'll see you next week when we meet again at the gates Thank you for listening to the Geeks at the Gate Podcast. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Geeks at the gate. Or contact us on Twitter at GeeksATHEGATES. At or contact us by email on mail4geeksatthegates at gmail.com. That is the number four, not the word. Geeks at the Gates is a production of Venus Rising Media and is proudly made in Yorkshire.